This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. Okay, so we've been talking a little bit about the roster. We talked about the pairing Winfrey news uh, in this edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. I want to go back and ask you a question about the quarterbacks before we get to the helmets. And, you know, we we brought up the subject of Dorian Thompson-Robinson, DTR, and I'm wondering if they try to slip him onto the practice squad, would he make it through? And how much the effect, Daryl, of having one big cut is going to have on rosters throughout the year? Well, the whole reason the Browns were among, I want to say it was like 22 or 23 GMs around the league uh, and teams, GMs, whatever, around the league that supported that uh, personnel change in doing the one full roster cut from 90 to 53. And the reason why is because that it'll be easier to sneak players through the waiver wire. Uh, And uh, that cut down day will be uh, Tuesday, August 29th, 4 p.m. Eastern time. I wanted to make sure I had the date right. So I had to look it up on my phone there. Um, But the, the thought is now, all right, so if you have... 
what is that, 37 players, right, to, right. Go, from, to go from 90 down to 53. So you go 37 times 32 teams in the league, that's 1,184 names that are going to hit the waiver wire on that day. Now, imagine 31 other general managers, right, combing through all of, uh, combing through basically 1151 or whatever uh, mm-hmm. names to try and find. It's, it's going to be very, very difficult to do, right? So that is the whole motivation behind go, instead of having the step down, cut down from 90 to 75, then down to 53. It's just we're going to go from 90 to 53, and that helps us sneak some guys through the waiver wire that we want to get re-signed to the practice squad. So um, I do think that it's going to be – that might be one of the more interesting roster decisions to be made because let's be honest about it. This roster is pretty much set for the first 45 positions. Yeah, it doesn't. It seems like it comes down to wide receivers, Daryl, and then whatever they do with the quarterback with the and whatever they do a backup running back to. That's, I mean, just a quick look at our roster. Yeah, I mean, how many running backs do they keep? How many quarterbacks do they keep on the active roster? How many wide receivers do they keep a seventh wide receiver, or do they stick with the traditional six uh, wide receivers like a uh, uh, you know Demetric Felton, who's a little bit of a Swiss Army knife? You know, where does he fit in? Uh, he's been working with running backs now after the previous couple of years, he's with spent most of his time with the receivers. So it's gonna be interesting to see where he falls. Um, I think they're going to keep a, you know, a healthy amount of uh, defensive backs, safeties and corners. Uh, you know, they're going to keep nine, 10, maybe even more defensive linemen. Because again, Jim Schwartz has been very open and saying, I want that rotation up front. You know, I want, I don't want miles Garrett to have to play, all 80 defensive snaps in a game. I want him to play maybe 60 defensive snaps. And those 60 defensive snaps are the most critical, the, the most important so that I'm getting the most out of him, so to speak, right from, from a, a rest and recovery. So he's not worn down by the fourth quarter because when you look at Miles's like sack numbers, right? It's only been a handful of games where he's flipped games on their heads in the fourth quarter. I mean, the 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 week one tie a few years ago with the Steelers comes to mind when he had a couple of sacks that uh, allowed the Browns to kind of come back in that game. Uh, the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers game last season, right? Uh, he had the the sack late in the game that that helped him. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals a few years ago, he had a couple of uh, strip sacks, and that kind of turn things but there, there haven't been a lot of fourth quarter impact on a consistent basis from miles and that's because so much is asked of him being doubled and triple teamed and you hope guys like zadarius smith coming in bringing him and that's why last year was somewhat disappointed with Jadavian Clowney, but the previous year with Clowney worked out beautifully because they had like 25 26 sacks combined between them because Clowney was able to take some attention away from miles. And that's what they're looking for. Zadarius Smith, except for they're going to play the defensive line a little differently. Now it's more, it's going to be more of a one-on-one type of game. You go out there, you kick the butt of the guy in front of you. You don't worry about the other 10 guys around you and what they're doing. And we're, we're going to take some of this, uh, uh, you know, paralysis by analysis uh, uh, away from you, especially those guys in the secondary, you're not going to have to sift through all these scenarios in your head as the game, as plays are progressing, and then that's how you have breakdowns. You're like, wait a minute, I thought we were supposed to do this. No, we're, that happened, so you were supposed to do this. 
And that's what was happening a lot under Joe Woods. So it is going to be very, very fascinating, you know, to see what the final roster numbers by position, uh, you know, how they break out with, uh, as, as you mentioned, the receivers, the running backs, uh, the corners and the defensive line. All right. So just quickly going back to, to Winfrey, not about the player, but the roster spot. Now, <clears throat> they'll probably bring in another player for practice. I don't even know that his roster spot was secure for the regular season, but yeah. how we, does that – I mean, it looks like on paper Tommy Togi I might move back up the depth chart, but that's, you know, that's an our lads thing, maybe more than anything else. Yeah. Um, Perrion came in on the bubble to begin with, so now he doesn't right. he doesn't even make it to camp. Um, I think that they I, – I would anticipate that they're going to bring in a defensive lineman to, to fill that spot. Um, I don't, All right. I don't know that Tommy Togiai moving up the, the depth chart is uh, making any waves. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. No. All right, so let's get to the other big story of the week, the helmet reveal. So they have a white helmet. They'll wear it for three games, primetime games primarily, right? Yeah, So uh, and uh, the striping ended up being brown, orange, brown instead of brown, white, brown. So that's, that's too big of a story for the media right now. Everyone, I mean, everyone was talking about it. We're talking about it. <clears throat> this is a second straight podcast in a row. Is this really that big a deal? It's it's fun. I mean, hey, I, you know me, I'm. I love talking uniforms. It's fun. I agree. It's fun. But uh, so they will wear the uniforms week two against the Steelers, uh, week six against the 49ers, and week 17 against the Jets. Great. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited, but at the end of the day, like I was reading, I was reading the Bengals stuff about it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we had a white helmet first. And I was like, whatever. Who cares? Like, does it really? And by the way, didn't the Browns actually wear a white helmet first? Yes. When they came into the league. So it's like, I mean, are we seriously, we're going to go back and forth about the stripes on the bank. By the way, should we have said, oh, nice job, Bengals, when you came out with your helmet that had nothing on the one side and a generic cheesy sticker that said Bengals on the other? Yeah. Well, I so mean, I'll, I'll say this. The, 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 the white throwback uniforms of the white helmet are better than the Browns traditional white uniform. I'm sorry. I said it. I said it, I, I, but I, I think that it is it is just such an amazing look. I, I, I love it. it's so it. clean or it's, you just like it? It's so clean. It jumps off at you. I love the night that 1946 throwback uniform. And then you put the, the corresponding matching white helmet with that. Because this they wanted to wear this last year, but they couldn't because of the two shell rule. Uh, by the way, Seattle Seahawks unveiled their 80s, uh, 80s, 90s throwback uniforms mm -hmm. this week. Philadelphia Eagles have a bunch of teams. It's I guess we can call it throwback uniform season now around the National Football League. So um, we're, we're, we're seeing that where teams are, uh, you know, jumping in on the, uh, the the way back machine because they have the opportunity now with this two shell rule. Because remember, like, I think what, it was can, can you explain the two shell rule? What do you, What does that mean? So the two shell rule, uh, it originally was just a one shell. So believe it or not, so explain to me what a shell is. Explain to right? everybody what a shell Shell's is. Shell's the helmet. Okay. okay. The helmet, ba the, the, the helmet base. So what happened is, is 
teams were allowed to have two helmets for each okay. individual player. And that was a game helmet and a practice helmet. And the practice helmet was the backup helmet to the game helmet in case, you know, they had to get it reconditioned or something like that. Cause that happens where helmets get reconditioned in, in the middle of a season and things like that. Um, but some guys have the helmet that has like the Pentagon on the front right. for extra so release. And some guys don't wear it the way they are the other side, the every other kind, right? player is now permitted to pick the style of helmet that they are comfortable wearing. And that is a safety initiative. That's why you see the shells are different uh, for each individual guy. Like you said, I got to tell you the shell thing really goofed me up because in hockey, a shell is something you wear over your pants. Okay. That's why I'm getting, that's why I like, I mean, I know what you're talking about for football, but I do know that if people follow other sports, right. Like it gets goofy. So I'm glad you explained it. Cause I don't know that everybody gets it. Yeah. So now they're allowed to have a secondary shell. Cause like, I, like the bears, I think it was the bears and Packers had problems because like the, their shells didn't match for throwback uniforms. So what they would do is, and the Browns have this too, where they could take the decals off the helm and this. So remember when the Browns did the gray numbers, the gray numerals on the side yeah. and the singular white stripe. So the Browns equipment staff had to go through each helmet, remove the Oreo stripe, put in right. the white stripe, put on the individual numbers on the sides of the helmet, swap out the face mask, all that. They had to do that for every single player. And then when that game was over and they went back to the normal helmets, they had to reverse the process. They had to take off the gray face mask, put the brown face mask back on, take off the gray numerals, take off the white stripe, put the Oreo stripe back on, polish them up so you can't even tell that, that you know the, the stickers had been changed and things like that. Well, now with the two-shell rule, they can just have a secondary helmet. So the Browns could have, uh, if they wanted to, they could have just done like an orange helmet, gray face mask with a singular stripe and said, that's our second shell. If that makes sense. Right. But they no, it makes total sense. Yeah. So they instead though, they went with the, with, with a, uh, a white shell. And again, I think it looks beautiful. It's great. I don't, uh, uh, I do find the sponsorship that's associated with it somewhat hilarious, but, um, I think it's funny too. You know, <laughs> we, uh, we are, uh, cleaning the orange off our helmets with wipes that are used wipes. to clean men's posteriors. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Nothing a little witch hazel can't take care of my friend. That's what I always say. Do you, they miss the opportunity, Daryl? Did they miss the opportunity to put a logo or something on the helmet at this point am, or go I with am, a non-traditional stripe? I see. I, I do. I would have, I mean, I would have liked to see a different uh, uh, non-traditional striping on the helmet, but I get why they, they did what they did with it. And it does look great, and it matches those 1946 uh, throwback uniforms perfectly. Um, so I really have no criticisms of what they did and, and how they went uh, about doing it. Um, the, the, there should never be a logo on a Cleveland Browns helmet. I am a traditionalist in that regard. Um, if the team, if the team name ever changes, even the numbers, even the numbers, I, you know, yeah, I'm not a, I, I, I like the fact that the Browns are the only team in the NFL that wears a clean helmet with, with nothing on it. It, it, it is unique. It's special. You know, the, the chargers, they have the lightning bolt and then they also have the numerals. I think it's in power. The numerals are in uh, powder right. blue and it's just such a beautiful look but i like the fact that the browns have 
the clean. Uh, now, you know what would have been interesting? If they put the new, if they put brown numerals on the white helmet, that would have been interesting, and I would not have objected to that. And Brownie the Elf on the shoulders. But we'll talk about that in another edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin for Meredith Kane, our outstanding producer. Thanks for watching. When we return, our next edition, Daryl live in Greenbrier as the Browns pack their bags and get ready for a little practice before the Hall of Fame game. It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.